0: It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton.
1: All right, welcome aboard Dennis and Brady, Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast where we've got uh, hockey and girls basketball to talk about uh, and uh, boys basketball games coming up on Friday night uh, that I'm really excited for. I am too. Um,
2: We're going to get started with a little hockey just because, well... uh, Due to Dennis having to do Dennis things tomorrow morning, he we had to record this at night, so we're hoping some scores come in. So if we missed a score, it's because that it wasn't reported fast enough and no one told us. Oh, okay. What happened uh, to me? Oh, there I am.
1: <laughs> Did you? I didn't do anything what? there. I
2: don't know why that. Uh... Oh, please, no issues.
1: Yeah, he <laughs> went away for a second. Wow, that was weird. That was very. All right. Well, Anyways, let's take a break, and then we'll come out and we'll talk some hockey. For all your real estate and insurance needs,
0: please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: You're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady and Let's Talk High School Hockey. Had an impromptu doubleheader on uh, Wednesday. Uh, Initially, uh, we only had one game. But then I found out, like, a couple hours before <laughs> that uh, PH had a 4 o'clock game against Thumb <laughs> Legion, so I hustled over there, and uh, and we got that one on the air, too. And I'm glad we did, because it was a really
2: good game. Yeah, and it's a nice win for the Big Reds.
1: Yeah, their first of the uh, season, they got some guys back. They actually had 16 kids there, 14 skaters and two goalies. They got uh, their number one guy, Elijah Jones, back, uh, and... Little rusty. First one got in 51 seconds into the game, but the Big Reds responded. They scored 30 seconds later to tie the game. Then they took the lead. Thumb Legion tied it at two at the end of one, and then the Big Reds scored two in the second. Thumb Legion got an early goal in the third to make it four to three, but uh, the PH scored midway through the period to make it five to three, and then Thumb Legion was coming on after that goal, and they did everything but get the next goal. Like, if they get the next goal, they might have tied that game up. Right. um, Because that's just kind of the way the momentum swung in that uh, hockey game. But for the Big Reds, again, they're still missing two guys, probably their best two players. But getting everybody back, it just changes everything for them. They had basically three lines and two defense pairings, And that just gives you more rest, and then you've got more energy later in the game. And they made an interesting move, because Trevor Gregg and Gavin DeLong have probably been their best two defensemen this year. Mm -hmm. And they moved Trevor Gregg, who's a big dude, up to center ice. He centered the top line uh, on Wednesday and scored two goals. One was sweet, where he just out-muscled everybody in the corner, walked it in front, and scored on a backhand. It it was a Power forward par excellence move <laughs> for a goal, and he also had the uh, the goal that put him up by two in the third period. Uh, Calvin Hiller had a couple of two goal uh, had two goals, and uh, your boy Axelrod had a goal. That's just the best name, Axelrod. Colin Axelrod, uh, and Cooper Martin has really like Cooper Martin's been playing for a couple of years, and I've never really noticed him, and he's kind of struggled with his skating. He's skating really well this year, and what a difference it's made. He had three assists in the game uh, against Anchor Bay. He scored a sweet shorthanded goal with a beautiful uh, shot. He's really improved his uh, play. McQueen finally got to play his natural position and got to assist. (laughs) I mean, it really makes a difference when you've got bodies, when you've got guys that can, can play and you can roll your lines instead of, rotating your players yeah that's something that I mean you've touched on it a lot was just getting the
2: numbers and that's part of the reason or the thing that PH had struggled with in the past Dennis there was a stretch where it felt like every year they had eight kids on the roster yeah and it was like a borderline but since they've co-opted with uh with St. Clair and I know last year they had some Yale kids it's helped a lot and no they haven't been like world beaters but they're, they're a very respectable program. They beat Marysville twice, twice last, last, year. last year. And Dennis, in years past, if a PH team had beat Marysville, people at Marysville would have dissolved the program <laughs> because they only had six, seven kids. And they, like I said, they could barely field a team. But you're right, having numbers and getting those kids out makes a huge difference.
1: They've always had one thing. In all the lean years, they've always had a good goalie Mm -hmm. jones is good mcqueen filled in the first four games i know they didn't win but he was actually really good he was like their mvp those first four games prior to that people forget sheffer at northern yeah he was at ph yeah he played for ph and he would make 60 saves in a game and they'd lose 15 to nothing Mm because you got to face 75 shots uh ali federly one of the best goaltenders I've seen in the area. Yeah. But she faced 80 shots a game because they had, like, six kids. Mm-hmm. Um, So uh, they've always gotten good goaltending, and that will win you some games. And when they've got the bodies, and, and I'm telling you, uh, uh, Ethan White is is banged up. If he ever gets into their lineup, that's a world of difference because that will give them a guy that when you need a goal, he's that guy that can go end-to-end and, and score mm-hmm. a goal for you that way. Uh, Plus, he's a guy that makes everybody else around you better players. And right now, they've got to have some kids with some confidence um, that they're getting a chance to play. And like Hiller and Greg, getting two goals each. um, That would have never happened last year. Right. Would have never happened. Uh, And for Thumb Legion, um, they're not a bad little team either. They're kind of fun to watch. Uh, They do a lot of things that I like. And uh, uh, Lentner is a really good hockey player. The Big Reds kind of held him in check. He, he got one assist in, in the game. Um, but Henry Lamb-Lamb is a big kid. Uh, Tyler Lamb is a power forward, too. Uh, and uh, a kid named Henneke was pretty good, uh, too. He had a goal and an assist in the game, and he plays a lot. Uh, Franzel plays a lot and, and, and is a good player. They've got some uh, guys, uh, the defensemen, too. Uh, Ryan is a good player. Marshall Ryan, who was listed on the thing as Ryan Marshall, but it's Marshall Ryan. So just re- remember that if you do a game and you get a roster and it says Ryan Marshall, flip that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> People with two first names, can't trust them. Can't trust. Can't them. trust anyone that has two first names. Anyway, um so that's a nice win for Port here on high Port here on Northern had the nightcap, and I was able to catch uh, about a period of that. And, Dennis, it seemed like there was five minutes that down the Huskies in the first period, and they couldn't recover. Less than that.
1: It was three minutes and one second of hockey, Brady, that cost Northern the game. The rest of the night, they were right there with Rice. I thought Northern was the better team for the first four minutes of the I game. I agree.
2: They had the, – the, the puck was in the, the brother Rice zone for – Yeah, the first four or five minutes, and then it was like for like well, you said three minutes and one second. The floodgates opened, and then they shut. They called the timeout, shut it down, and then it was what a two-one hockey game the rest of the way.
1: Yeah. So what happened was about well, at 4:55, Northern took a penalty, and really there was like a 20-second shift in their zone, and it was the first time Rice had been in their zone in the game. And they were able to draw a penalty, and they scored 18 seconds into the power play on a shot by Peter Rosa that I that I never saw. It it was a missile, and it was a wrist shot too. Oh, he
2: picked. Well, it wasn't quite the corner; it was a little to the left, but it went bar down like you couldn't have placed the puck in a better
1: spot. Uh, your dad was there and mm-hmm. nobody knows more about goaltending than Roger Bidon.
2: Nobody knows more about getting pucks out of the back of the net.
1: Drafted by the Montreal Canadiens, played at Ohio State, played for the Flint Bulldogs. He did. He has a hockey card. Have you ever seen the <laughs> hockey card? I haven't seen his hockey he card. He has a hockey card. He's such a modest guy that he would never show me his hockey card.
2: Yeah, he he has a hockey card for when he played at Flint, and he lied about the stats on the back.
1: I picked him as the first star one night in a preseason game for the Border yeah, Cats. Yeah, because he had like- – he, he played, still the, talks he played about the third that. period and made like 15 saves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm giving him the star. <laughs> he still talks about Pe- that. People came to the game to see Roger play. I'm giving him the star. Anyway. We lost big in that game, too.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was a preseason. Game, and there's a picture of me because I think I was. Let's see. I'd have been like three months old when that game <laughs> happened, and there's a picture now. You're of him making me old. Come, coming off the ice, and he's holding me, and I'm just a three month old in his
1: in his hockey gear. I'll have to show it to you. I'm glad he didn't drop you. <laughs> Anyways, Rose has scored 31 seconds after that. The uh, kind of a breakdown, and he got loose right in front of the net, mm-hmm. and it was another one where it was dink off of a barn in, uh, and then uh, at eight fourteen. Um, uh, while the Huskies were on a power play, Rose has set up uh, Andrew Marone. Andrew Marone is a goal scorer. Uh, he had some brothers playing with him the last couple of years, too, and they just lighted up, and he snapped one again. Dink is all you hear as the puck is going into the net. And in a span of 3 one they scored those three goals, and that was the hockey game right there. And none of those goals were weak. Uh, Sheffer, if he would have made any of the saves, they would have been really nice yeah. saves and he made a lot of really nice saves. Second period, uh, later in the the period, uh, there was a lot of pressure and a shot did kind of get through him, and it hit the post and was just laying there and behind him and in front of an empty net, and the kid reached in uh, and tapped it in, uh, Eric Passwater, to make it 4 nothing. Northern got a goal from Carter Bellinger in the third period to cut it to 4-1, to um, a nice play out of the corner. Uh, first off, McHugh hustled into the quarter – corner to force a turnover. Then he got the uh, puck to Monahan, and Matt Monahan made a perfect cross-crease pass to Bellinger for the slam dunk, um, and uh, that made it a 4-1 to game, but Brother Rice is Brother Rice, and they came right back and scored like a minute later to say, no, nope, no comebacks tonight, uh, and Brother Rice won the game 5-1, to but um, again, take away three minutes of hockey, and I thought Northern played pretty well against them, and remember, that was a back-to-back game for them. They were at Catholic Central the night before, and they played Catholic Central tough.
2: By the way, I will want to let you know, um, hold on, keep talking for a minute. Okay. Um, I to, I 32
1: saves for, for Sheffer, by the way, in the hockey game, um, and uh, he made uh, 15 saves just in the third period of that game. And if that's somebody saying they want it said Belanger after the guy from Adirondack, (laughs) I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not calling him Belanger. That's what I was trying to find. (laughs) I saw that tweet too. Uh, And Belanger was a great player for Adirondack. Yeah. Um, He was a routine guy that scored 125 or more points a season. Um, But, uh, no, it's Carter Bellinger. His dad was Bellinger. He's Bellinger. <laughs> Unless he gets a few more goals, then I might change that, and he's had a few goals this year. How about, how about if he ever puts
2: up a hat trick? For he puts least- up a
1: hat trick, he'll be Belanger All from right. that point on. All right. <laughs> it's going to happen Saturday. I, I, <laughs> I noticed Eric Parker, too, said it Bellanger, when he scored the goal. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not buying the hype yet. Couple more goals and maybe you'll, so that's you'll win the deal, me over, Belanger. If it's uh, uh, his, his his dad dressed like your dad. His yes. dad dressed as a backup for the uh, the Border Cats, and it was always uh, uh, Bellinger. So hmm. that's what it's going to be un- until he gets at least a few more goals. So and we're talking about a guy that right. had like fifteen hundred points in the minor leagues, right? So. <laughs> um.
2: Anyway, Saturday we'll have hockey action for you, right? And are you're staying. In yes. Town.
1: Um. Here's the deal. We, initially, we wanted to do the Northern game because we thought it was a home game. They're listed well, as the home team, but it turns out they're in a, a showcase with
2: the KLA. I think.
1: Yeah, and they're and they're playing uh, Plymouth, and it's ten in the morning, but it's at Eddie Edgar Arena, which is really not an arena that is conducive for a broadcast. Like, I'm not even sure I could get our signal out of there. Right. um, Number one. So rather than do that, PH has got a 1 o'clock game at McMorrin. It just makes more sense for us to go over and do the PH-Tallis game Saturday at 1. But uh, Huskies, we cover all your home games. Uh, I will mention, too, to all our northern students who are Mm -hmm. listening, go to the game. Look, this, this is a great deal. You go to the game right at the door when you come in. There'll be people standing there with yellow Mm T-shirts. This is students only. None of you younger parents better be weaseling in on this. Uh, Ask for the T-shirt. Put it on. You get into the game for free. That's a $5 savings right there. Then you get free popcorn and a free pop. Mm -hmm. And the shirt, you just wear it the rest of the year to all the home games, and you get the same deal at every home game. That's that's something I would have taken advantage of. Absolutely. Me too. Anyway, go from
2: the stick puck to the handball on the the hardwood and hopefully we have a few more scores but we saw a few games the last couple of nights so we'll talk about that
1: all right when you run with us on a gator utv the engine has your full attention the herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet nothing runs like a deer
2: your satisfaction is our guarantee.
3: Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kids Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O dot com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride.
0: If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: And uh, we're back, uh, Dennis and Brady. Girls basketball on uh, Thursday uh, night. Uh, you saw uh, PH take on Anchor Bay and uh, Becky Gilbert has uh, got her team uh, kind of going after a two-point loss in the opener. They've been pretty good. Uh, it was an ugly
2: game tonight. Oh, you're going to have that. Um, but- and, and, and I mean, I talked to Becky for a bit after the game, and she's like, yeah, wasn't the prettiest. Like, like, it's one of those games where you're happy you're won, but you know when you go into film session as a player, you're like, everyone's going to kind of take their turns getting yelled at once in a while <laughs> just because – It wasn't the best, but hey, you won, you're happy. It was a 45-29 win over Anchor Bay. They got out to a 14-4 lead, and they kind of kept them at an arm's length the whole time. At the half, it was 23-12. Anchor Bay cut it to eight going into the fourth, and at one point, they got it to, I believe, as low as six. And then PH got mad and exploded, and like a minute and a half later, it was a 15-point lead, and that was it. Uh, Julia Gilbert was probably the best player all around. She ended with just nine points, but uh, me and Welper counted seven blocks for her throughout like legitimate blocks and a couple of them she sent almost through the brick wall on the sideline. (laughs) Like there was some anger behind them. Uh, Lana Williams had 10 points. She led the big reds in scoring off the bench, I might add. So she comes in and gives them points. She doesn't like, Take over the game, but you, you, she's sneaky. She'll, she'll get behind you, pass her, boom, layup, and she gets the bucket. Uh, uh, Jacobs had nine. As I said, Gilbert had nine, and Kayla Dunham had eight points. They actually had eight different Big Red score tonight. That
1: was really nice to see. Yeah, balanced scoring is always a good thing. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's tougher to defend. It is. And
2: their offense wasn't great. It would come in spurts and go. But defense is where they thrived. Peyton Lee had 11 points. Seven of them came from the free throw line. They did not let Peyton Lee get going at all inside. Just four points from the field. And Anchor Bay kind of kept trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. Like, okay, I get it. Peyton Lee is a very good player. And one of the top players in our area,
1: and the biggest kid on the
2: floor. Yeah, she's she's listed at six foot four, towers over everyone else. But when there's three white jerseys surrounding her, maybe don't try to force it into the post. Like it seems like the game plan for Anchor Bay was get it to the post, get it to the post, get it to the post, because Jalen Churchill, another one of their post players, had eight or had nine points. That's twenty of their twenty nine points, Dennis.
1: That's yeah, and that was kind of their plan against Northern too. The problem for them was against Northern, Churchill got into serious foul trouble in the first half, and really didn't do anything until the fourth quarter when she got most of her minutes.
2: Right, but it was like okay, like I get it. You can't go away from it right away. It's it's like in football. Hey, you want to establish the run? Hey, you're gonna have to live with a two yard carry, a one yard carry. Yeah, you try to get into the post, and yeah, you're going to have to deal with some balls being tipped away. It's it's a nature of the beast. But when you're in the third quarter, and they're still like, they're, Dennis, I'm not kidding. There were times there was a girl fronting, there was a girl help side, backside, and then the girl on the opposite elbow was halfway down ready to come in. It's like, yeah, she's your best player, but you have to make them respect something else, and they never really did, and Anchor Bay, because of that, they made some really poor decisions passing the ball. I Again, I don't keep track. Dennis, I'm not kidding you where
1: I would safely say they had 20 turnovers. Well, I wouldn't I mean, be
2: surprised if they were
1: north of 25. Somebody's got to knock down a shot for you, and the that, time I saw Anchor Bay, most of their offense came inside. I, well, they scored 42, and 32 of them came in the paint. With uh, Lee, Churchill, and Carraway. That, McGee and Hernandez were the only kids that took outside shots. And McGee made a couple, but Hernandez didn't really shoot the, the ball well, so there wasn't anybody to draw the defense out. Yeah, that that's a really good point. Uh, those two, by the way, for me,
2: combined for four points, all four came from Hernandez. And that's something I should have noticed during the broadcast, that I didn't... Anchor Bay didn't hit a three. And... Again, you're not trying to – I know you can't jack up threes if you don't have shooters, but to use another different sport analogy, it's like if you're a power pitcher in baseball or softball, even if your changeup isn't good, you have to throw it once in a while just for the threat of it. And, yeah, I mean, Peyton Lee's your best player. She might be one of the best uh, post players in the area – but Port Heon was selling out to stop it. You have to recognize that, and they kept trying to, fig, to do it. And credit to Port Huron High and Becky Gilbert. They had a good game plan. They executed it. Again, a lot of things to work on offensively, but they did what they needed to do, and they got a 16-point win over what was a talented team.
1: Yeah. Um, my game was not so close. Well, the first quarter started out close. I'm gonna tell you one thing that Warren Woods Tower does really well: foul. <laughs> Do they? They foul like nobody I've ever seen. Uh, let's see: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, uh, ten, eleven. They used twelve players tonight, and I bet all twelve had four fouls by the end of the game. <laughs> Did anyone foul out? Um, yes. Uh, uh, uh one uh, player, their guard, uh, Doolin fouled out in the last minute of the uh, the game. But um, it was just, it's, it was an 8-5 game in the final minute of the first quarter. Mm-hmm. And the Saints got a bucket to go up 10-5. And from that bucket through the end of the third quarter, that bucket started a 15 nothing Saints run. Jeez. And through the end of the third quarter from that bucket, 29-4, to the Saints outscored them. They outscored him 17 2 in the second and 10 2 in the third. That's a really nice performance for St. Clair because they had struggled a
2: bit. They lost the close one to South Lake, and then Anchor Bay got them decently on the road.
1: Then uh, they, the yes, they, they won the game against Lakeshore. They won the game against Lakeshore. And that's the tip off where I said, oh, maybe this game is a favorite to the Saints because they just beat Lakeshore by 12. And Lakeshore was Tower's first game, and Lakeshore beat them by 38. Right. And then Tower had blown out Clintondale in their second game. And that was the score I saw and thought, okay, Tower's going to be a tough game. Right. Not so much. Um,
2: But, no, this is a nice settle-down week for St. Clair, getting two wins, getting back to 500 as you get into the kind of the holiday season and uh, your games are a little more sporadic. You know, it's kind of funny. I was talking uh, after the game with Becky Gilbert, and she's like, I got so used to last year where it's like, play a game, prepare in like 12 hours, play another game, and it was just a sprint, and she's like, we don't have another game till next Friday. I don't know what I'm doing yeah. all the time. A lot of practice time. Yeah, and it, it's been weird for us too because like last night, we're like, oh, there's just hockey tonight.
1: We should be at a basketball game. Yeah, yeah. Um, Great defense by the Saints. Uh, Tower made uh, six shots from the floor for the game, only two in the first half, uh, and they made only three free throws, while the Saints made 18 shots from the floor and made 11 free throws, um, and they shot a lot of free throws uh, tonight. The other thing about it, all 11 Saint players played, and all eleven Saint players scored, and in the four quarters, Brady, Coach P got everybody in in every quarter. Right. You don't see that a lot where you can rotate eleven kids in every quarter, in an eight minutes, and and still keep your rhythm and still like dominate the way they dominated.
2: Yeah. Um. I'm sorry. i was just checking to see if we got other scores, and one came in the
1: Marine City East Point score. 100 to nothing, Marine City? 73 to 10. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Because Marine City's that good and East Point is that bad. (laughs)
2: Like, I know they were going to beat East Point, but I thought it was going to be like 55 to 20, like just a normal No, 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 no. 73. To 10 that's the second win this week for marine city after losing a close one to Clausen. and they're they're figuring it out yeah. aren't they uh
1: is there anything sorry i, didn't I mean just cut yeah, you aaron off aaron saros had 12 peyton malcolm had nine and uh, audrey uh, schindler six points and as i said every player on the roster uh scored alexa vickers had a good game she scored five and played good defense
2: yeah yes she did so uh well you want to talk about the huskies they got they, a win. They had a nice win. They brought in Romeo, and they beat him 39-30.
1: They won this game last year, but last year they won this game because Shagney and Keys went off right. at Romeo. It was the last game of the regular season, and those two decided each to score 20-plus points. Um, so this year they don't have that kind of firepower, but these young Huskies are not bad. No, not at all. Um, let me get you
2: the exact stats. By the way, shout out to every single team that has a Twitter account and put stats up there. Uh, for Port here on Northern, Shannon Falco, the freshman, had 14. Abby Lanchute with nine. And Jersey McGregor had eight. McGregor and uh, Nichols both pulled in seven boards. That's a really nice win for Port here on Northern.
1: And the real reason we didn't do the Northern game is because Romeo's got a couple of doozy whopper names that can't be pronounced. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, they do. I, do. I, I had to have a parent sit next to me during that game last year to tell me every time. Oh, how do you say that kid's name? Because <laughs> they got a couple that have every vowel in the alphabet. Uh. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, that's
2: a, that's a really nice win for a young uh port here on northern team and i know in a couple weeks they have oh this was the other thing i found out tonight you know the the winter tournament that they have in girls basketball it, this year it's northern and high and cross lex and marysville i found out tonight that it's renamed the jim Weimer memorial tournament. Oh, i like that i do too so that that'll be fun in, in, a, in a while when those two face off but uh any other scores yes how about Al DeMott, 27 away, 32-30 over Bad Ax.
1: Ooh. Close they one. They don't usually have
2: nail biters. No. <laughs> no. He got another win. Um, yeah. That's a nice win for them. Uh, I'm trying to see Let if I can. Let me just uh,
1: double-check that because Al usually sends us his uh, stuff.
2: I'm trying to see if I can find any other scores. Marysville and Warren Mott were supposedly supposed to play tonight, and it was canceled. Um, at least according to the MHSAA site. Uh, we had Marine City. I'm trying to check if there are other BWAC teams that were playing tonight, and I can't seem to find it. If you can hear my computer going crazy mm-hmm. in the background. Um, so that's what we have for girls basketball. Did Did you get an email? Uh, uh, not uh, yet. Oh, um, Yale beat Brown City 41-25. There we go. There's a There's a
1: win for the Lady Bulldogs. Cause I, and I don't think Brown City is, uh, like, that bad. Like, I think their girls are pretty, pretty solid. Well, it is still early. Um, all right, and that's the tough one. It is still early, but we've got a couple of games under our belt. If you had to say uh, a top five, could you go that deep right now or do you need more time?
2: I'm I'm not going to say anything out loud. I think I could give you – yeah, I think I could give you
1: five. Because I think three are easy, even though one team has hardly played. I, I haven't seen yeah. much Emily City scores, but I'm putting Emily City on my list because I just go on faith. I know they've got a good basketball team. Right. Now, obviously – I
2: bet you I could give you four that I know are good, and there would be a battle for the
1: fifth. Yeah, and, and obviously um, Marysville – is on top of their game right now, and I think Marine City is playing really well right now. So those are three, um, and there are some teams that are winning me over.
2: Yes, yes, it has been a very
1: uh, promising start,
2: and, well, we'll find out more tomorrow and Saturday. We can talk about that a little more. There are some boys scores from around the area, but not as much, and uh, tomorrow will tell a lot, though.
1: Yeah. Uh, and we've got a, a couple of fun games, I think, uh, tomorrow that I'm really interested to uh, to see uh, what happens in the St. Clair PH game that you will be doing. Uh, and I'll be doing Marysville and uh, Cross Lex. Uh, and we'll. Uh, real you got quick, another though, uh, MLA, last night, Emily City played
2: Lance Cruz North. You know how good they are and lost 62 47. So they went on the road and played. A really good team with uh, a really really good player and fell short. But they always they usually have a tough non conference. Yeah,
1: uh, Launce Cruz North are real, and uh, I'm trying to think of her it was name. Like
4: Brooke something, yeah, if I Remember and Daniels
1: Brooke Daniels, and Brooke scores about 25 a night. Yeah, on an <laughs> off night, and I think she's only like a junior now. And she's only got one speed. Yeah, super fast. Yeah, she's like the flash right so um, and yeah she's she's a good shooter and she uh, doesn't mind contact either going down the lane right she gets a lot of free throws all right we'll take a break we'll talk about these boys games coming up Buying or selling a home, you need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs. Who is committed to making you the client number one? O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost forty years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at twenty-eight hundred one Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at eight ten three six four eighty seven
3: Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools.
4: Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com.
0: If you're not listening to Get Stuck On sports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports.
1: All right, welcome back. Dennis and uh, Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast and uh, boys basketball, and uh, we're, we're probably going to jump around a yeah. little bit here,
2: real quick before we start. You know what was one of the few benefits of having like limited crowds and stuff last year? The fan that j- not having the fan that just yells random calls from the stands and hope one of them sticks. <laughs> like, <laughs> three it, seconds. Yeah, there, three it, seconds. It, there was the JV game, and I just heard someone kept yelling "traveling." And it's like, dude, come on, like, don't be that parent that like I understand like once in a while that, yes, there is a travel. Yes, there is a three seconds. But it was like every other trip up and down the court. It was like, dude, oh,
1: my gosh, I forget. That was one of the downsides of having full crowds. Well, here's my here's my thing. To, to those people that, that like to do that, that like to scream over and back right. when they don't know what the over and back is. Because you have to get is. three points over. Yes, the three ball, points, two points over, two one point, point back. Yes. um, and, uh, and they don't really understand even three seconds all the time. But you put on a striped jersey. You get paid. They make pretty good money. They do. You go out there, and the first time you call three seconds, and you've got – a gym full of people screaming at you because you're an idiot and you don't know the rule. (laughs) Then maybe you'll understand why we're taking time out of our show to discuss
4: this.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and I –
2: well, I told you over the summer about the times I was umpiring like 8U baseball. Yeah. And it it got way too intense for 8U baseball, and I was just like, you guys need to calm down. Like, these kids won't remember it. Yeah. Well, my, my, my when favorite... you're eight
1: years old, okay, even if you are the greatest player ever born into the earth in the sport. Sorry, I, I think of, it was nine you of it baseball. baseball. Well, even at nine years old, you are still, you are still at best, at best, 15 or 16 years <laughs> away from the major leagues. <laughs> relax my, my fam- and let them enjoy it while it still can be fun and it's not a business. My favorite line is what was your
2: favorite memory when you were 9 years old playing baseball? I don't have one. Exactly. I don't Any- remember baseball when I was 9 years old. Exactly. Anyway, I just that happened in the JV game before mine and I was like, "Uh, that's one negative, but anyway, um, a hockey hockey parents are the worst.
1: Well, you, you, hockey's different because... Uh, nine times out of ten, Brady, they actually get it right.
2: Yes, but... And in
1: baseball, it's more than that.
2: Yes, um, <laughs> but, like, hockey, at least at McMoran, they're really far away, so it's... You can still hear it in y- there. You can, especially when there's not... Anyway, we got off on a tangent. <laughs> um, we do that once in a while. Boys basketball, uh, some scores from tonight. Cardinal Mooney beat Landmark by a lot. Uh, Let me give you the exact – actually, I have stats for you thanks to Mike McAndrews. He wasn't doing anything else. The least he could do is keep the book. (laughs) Uh, Oh, Brian Everhart had 13, Julian Iodici with 11, Trent Rice and Hilliker each had 8 69-21 win over Lane. You know, when
1: we were talking about them, Hilliker is a kid that I forgot, but he was there last year too. Mooney just has depth yeah they
2: just have depth so yeah Mooney wins we'll see them Saturday against Richmond we'll talk about that in a bit because from what I heard this is not official but Richmond I was told beat Frazier at the buzzer at Frazier that's a nice win Dennis I think I said in the last show you go and you beat Frazier and you beat Mooney then we start going okay this is
1: a team that could challenge for a BWAC championship. They got step one done. Well, Richmond's got some players uh, against Marine City the other night. Very impressed with Carl Stevens. Very impressed with Quan Haskins. Very impressed with uh, Marcus Thompson. I, I like the two bigs, uh, Sebastian Mays and Max uh, Tyler. They've got uh, depth. They, they play um, 10, 12 uh, kids um you know they had let's see here one two three four five six seven eight nine they had 10 kids score against marine city and trey graham wasn't one of them mm-hmm. and and i think he's probably got some talent too yes yes he
2: does uh we didn't get stats from that game and it's not posted on the mhsa site so again sorry that we had to record this a little early usually by the next morning when we do 90 percent of scores are yeah. reported which i i like i get it but just report your scores um (laughs) accurately yes uh armada at lakeshore lakeshore's a really good team uh let me pull up what they were a year ago but they've been kind of one of the solid teams in like that mac blue uh range
1: for a for a little while now um let me see. for last get, year, While you're looking, I'll say the score here was 51-37 yeah. for Lakeshore.
2: Last year, Lakeshore won the blue gold. They swept everyone. That's including East Point. That's including Northern. That's including Warren Fitz and Tower. Some really talented teams. They went 14-2 and overall a year ago.
1: Yeah, there that, were some basketball players in the blue gold last year. Yes, there I mean, was. With uh, Jameson. The West Boys at Fitzgerald, Tayshawn Trent, Trent. from
2: who's going to be a, re- a receiver at the University mm-hmm. of Michigan, yeah,
1: and that was a dunk. Watching East Point was a dunkathon last oh, year.
2: Pff. Trent, I think, had like thirty-two against Northern, but Lakeshore—that's uh, a really talented team, and it's a young Armada team. They took some lumps. They—they uh, they played at home. Uh, Sneezak, Chapman, and or Justin Chapman and Riley Andrews all had ten. Dougie Newkester had six. Uh, yeah they are that's a tough game if they would have won that game I would have said watch out for Armada with this result it's kind of I'm not knocking them a lot but it's kind of wait and see still they have to win win you over a little bit more with all these new players I like some of them but I, I can you can see they
1: have a lot of growing to do yeah but, again, I'm not going to knock them for losing to Lakeshore. That's that's a good game. And there are a lot of other teams that lose to Lakeshore by a bigger score than 51-37.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see if there are any other games
1: from tonight. Uh, Dennis, are there any you know of that I didn't mention? No, you've mentioned everything that I was aware of. All right, there we're-, were a couple from uh, – during the week, because some teams, uh, we weren't sure how many games they'd play. I don't want Emily City beat New Standard. Yeah, that night. was
2: yesterday. They beat Flint New Standard. Um, let me pull that up. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's go back a day. And oh, excuse me. That was from Tuesday. Um, yes, they beat Flint New Standard. Then I don't think we had any other scores from the area from yesterday. Um According to the the MHSAA site Elkton Pigeon Bayport Laker played Brown City 3 times. They only <laughs> submitted one score uh Brown I'm City playing three games. Brown City lost 50 to 42. Okay. I know Lakers got a good team from what I've talked to people up in the Thumb, but Brown City's supposed to be one of the better teams. In the GTC East, they have a dynamic duo. They fall short there. Harbor Beach, uh, they didn't lick their wounds for long. 60-33 to 33 over Unionville Seaboeing. Marlette lost to Vassar, 58-44. Memphis, 49. New Haven Merritt, 16. Hello. <laughs> uh, and I believe that's it from yesterday. Um, wow, it looks like Sterling Heights is bad. They lost to Tower, 60-19. To wow. What happened to Sterling Heights?
1: I you know that that's a good question. Last year I can chalk it up to COVID because they had right. issues down at the, the school and they didn't play a lot of games. Like, but e- like I mean, I, d- I don't get it either cuz that's an area where you should have kids in your hallways who can play basketball.
2: Right. It was it wasn't that long ago that we were doing an undefeated versus undefeated Marysville-Sterling Heights game when you were at, on the radio, and that was a huge
1: game. Sterling Heights and Marysville were two it, titans colliding. It was so intense, the first meeting at Marysville, that for the second meeting, they didn't let people into the gym because they were afraid they were going to have a riot because they, they had a
2: altercation the first time.
1: Uh, uh, and it was so bad that even the uh, color commentator <laughs> got involved in the mix. Anyway, we're not telling that story again.
2: Um, Games on Friday and Saturday. Uh, You have Marysville-Cross-Lex. Cross-Lex is still good. Yeah, still very good. Marysville trying to find their footing. I'm going to be curious to see how the young Marysville guards handle the Cross-Lex pressure.
1: Well, obviously, they're going to be the underdog even at home in this one, but I'm actually a little more encouraged that they can put up a fuss in this game than I was going in. And and I I saw that um, against Yale, they put up a battle. They scored 50 points because that was my big thing. Like, how is Mary's – who's going to score? Like, they lost three of the better scorers in our area off of their team last year. Mm -hmm. And we were like, okay, Bowman's the shooter this year and – we do know that he can shoot, but he really didn't have to the, the last couple of years. Like He didn't take a lot of shots, mm-hmm. um, but, but we know he can do it. But then then I saw a couple of other names, like Glass had a good game against Simpson, Yale. Think, Simpson yeah. had a good game against uh, Yale, and that gives me hope that Marysville's got a little more than we thought they had. Yeah,
2: um, I'm still never going to forgive COVID for ruining not only a potential Marysville Cross-Lex game, but the marysville Armada game. Would have been amazing. That would have been a lot of fun, too. So I'm still mad about <laughs> that. Uh, the other game tomorrow that I think going to tell us a lot. It's going to be one of those early litmus tests. Port Huron goes to St. Clair. Port Huron handled Anchor Bay earlier in the week. It was Aubin Wallenfang, who uh, is new to Port Huron High. I guess he lived on, lived or lives on Harsons Island, um, from what I was told. Put up, what, 20 points, I think I said? Yeah. I think they had 21. 21. They go to St. Clair. St. Clair could have won that game at Armada. They are a new-look team. You can just see that they are a better team than last year. Much like football, a lot of the same guys, but they took it upon themselves to get better, get bigger, get stronger, and they're better players now. Where is it going to fall? I... Dennis, I don't know if this is going to be a close game. I don't know if one side's going to dominate. I do know that it should be a lot of fun in St. Clair in that small gym.
1: Yeah, I think this has got the potential to be a really good uh, basketball game because it's not just Wollenfang that was good the other night. Rosenau was good, too. He had 18. Uh, We know that the Big Reds will be athletic um, and that they'll they'll play hard, and we know one thing for sure about St. Clair if we know anything – we know they'll play hard. Yes. Um, and I'm interested to see what kind of a size advantage they have with Penuel and Richardson.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's Aaron Smith that you can always put in the middle, uh, but with any big player, stamina is an issue where I know I know St. Clair can rotate two guys in and out with Penuel and Richardson. They might. I haven't seen them play. We'll see tomorrow if Port here on high can rotate big men inside. But that's going to be another one. And then I'm excited for Saturday when Richmond plays Cardinal Mooney because Mooney just had their first warm-up game and Richmond has had two wins, one over Marine City who, let's face it, most teams get 15 practices before they play. Marine City had like three. And they just beat Frazier supposedly at the buzzer. I'm sure I trust my source on that. Um, and... Let's see where those two teams stack up. I think I'm going to get a pair of good games the next two nights.
1: I, I want to add that um, it's not official yet, but I'm trying to work this out. i am got to line in to Callahan Hall. But Sunday, Northern is uh, there playing in a tournament, and it'll be fun to see Tyler Jameson and the Huskies. Um, and I think think it's Catholic, Catholic Central. Central.
2: Catholic Central. Yeah,
1: so we're hoping to do a 3 p.m. game on Sunday afternoon from Callahan Hall with Northern's boys. Hopefully, that would be fun.
2: Yes. So, You got anything else? I don't. Um, I know we talked all about how this is tonight, 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 but this podcast isn't going up until tomorrow morning. So, I think that's it. You have Crosslex Marysville uh, Friday night, tonight, when this comes out. And Saturday, you have Port here on high towers in hockey i have cross lex again i have st Clair against ph at st Clair and boys hoops and then saturday a doubleheader richmond mooney girls then richmond mooney boys at lance cruise north and that's and, part of the dave jackson yep, event and
1: maybe sunday we have northern basketball which which i i'm sure they'll get back to me at some time tomorrow. hopefully probably when i'm in the doctor's office and can't answer <laughs> my phone It's usually the way it works. That's how it works. Anyway, um, well, thanks for
2: listening, and don't yell traveling when you're at a basketball game.
0: From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.